What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Sean Salisbury Show. He is Sean Salisbury. I am Adam Sager. You can find us on Twitter at Sean Unfiltered at Adam G Sager. We got a ton to talk about today. I want to ask you some questions about not really getting into the draft and per se who will pick who, but some questions surrounding the quarterbacks and maybe some certain teams and if they should be looking to move on or if they should, you know, maybe go after more of a playmaker type early in the draft. So I want to touch on that and then we'll kind of, you know, pick some college games. There's a lot of big college games this weekend in terms of national title picture for certain teams that could be dropping in and out. And then I lied on Tuesday, Sean, this NFL weekend sucks. This NFL weekend is absolutely brutal. I tried to find some good games that like that to draw my interest. I've got one. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Which one is it? It's Kansas city at San Francisco. Oh, there you go. That's the, yeah, that's exactly a great I offense mean, for great defense. I was talking about yeah. that on in San Francisco yesterday. So yeah, that's exactly right. And, and, and San Francisco needs to play better. They they haven't been playing like they should be. Uh, and they have a chance to get boat race against Kansas city. And, right. and, and they've been banged up with injuries yeah. too. I mean, as much but as anybody in the league was far Agreed. Yes. That we, like, I was on, on in San Francisco yesterday and we just discussed, that I feel like the last three or four years, I'm having the same conversation about them. Yeah. It, it's just, same it's conversation day every yep. single year. All right, but before we get in the NFL headlines, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. We sure are. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You can find the latest odds, matchup information, playoff news, and the player news, should I say, and game trends. And uh, as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MMA and Major League Baseball, tennis, boxing, and even golf, and obviously the big sports as well. Uh, head to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join and receive your $100. I keep saying $100, but it's 100%. I have to correct myself all the time. That percentage to receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So make sure to use the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. 100% welcome bonus. There you go. As always, thank you to bet online. All right, Sean, the NFL trade deadline's 12 days away. It's the day after Halloween. Or, or yeah, I believe so. I believe it's that Tuesday at 3 o'clock Central Time, our time. Multiple yep. teams showing interest in Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey. I was just pulling up his contract. It is a doozy. We talked about this when um, when he was signed. Would you pay running backs this much? You know, all this stuff. He's got a lot of dead cap money. And when you look at his salary is not so much guaranteed, but still the dead money and the bonuses and all that stuff. Uh, what are you willing to give up and what teams make sense to you? that going after a guy like Chris, because remember the last few years, he's been banged up a lot as well. He, he has not played many games. He's still a difference maker, especially both the run and the pass. But what teams make sense to you that in this league right now, where we're talking, there's so many teams at 500. We don't know who's going to make the playoffs. We don't know, but there's also the expanded playoffs. And 
So who makes sense, and what would you be willing to give up to trade for him? Sags, I was speaking of San Francisco about three weeks ago, two weeks ago. I said I would keep an eye with the banged-up running game for a team that thinks they're a Super Bowl team, and many people think they have Super Bowl talent. Keep an eye on McCaffrey and San Francisco. I said it three weeks ago on that show, and then I read it this this past week. Not not a pat on the back, but I had because I know what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. Now, I do. Let me ask you this real quick before you move on. Do you think, because we've seen uh, Kyle Shanahan just take any running back and have success. Do you think they need a guy like Christian McCaffrey or, you know, would they make sense to go after somebody else with, with the banged up? Because Eliza Mitchell might be back soon, you know, in, right. in the next few weeks, but do you think they need to go as big as Christian McCaffrey would be my and, question there. Right. Um, and, so I, I said, you at least entertain it. Just like if you're Buffalo, you entertain it. Just like if you're a team that, first off, the teams that should entertain it. One is you got to take into account how much money you're willing to spend on this contract. Right. I mean, how much over the course, what's going to do to your salary cap. If you can afford him, and I'll get to what I would give up for him, then you got to decide what the price is for a running back who's been banged up. And on the other side, Carolina, because McCaffrey, while explosive, banged up is going to cost them they're not going to get everything you think they'd want because of it so i'll start there and i made this comment yesterday i said everybody has this because of mike shanahan and kyle shanahan and what the 49ers and the broncos in the past have been able to do with just what we'd call not a top five top 10 pick in the draft running back superstar but just plugging people in plug and play and you get the same result we're starting to see with these injuries piling up they they're not getting the same result in San Francisco, the the Falcons ran it 40 times on them. They ran it 16 times. So you can tell by Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, I can tell you now, doesn't want to throw it 35, 40 times a game. He wants to flip that. He'd like to run it 35 and throw it about 25 times to 28 times a game. So you know darn well. And that game, it's not like the game was 30, 28, nothing. While Atlanta was in a lead, you, you didn't have to get out of your game plan through the game. But Atlanta was controlling clock as well by running 40 times and throwing 14 so for me i said yesterday in san francisco i said we, we get we've taken this for granted so long that we just assume no matter who the back is that they're going to dominate and another thing the 49ers and speaking about them with trent williams they've got banged up mcglinch he's been banged up trent williams so they don't have that push that you can just get with an average back they may need the guy who's an extra step quicker an extra step better because of the banged up injuries and when you get them all back it's a bonus so to me, I think we have we have deemed them such genius running game all the time that you still better have some talent or somebody there. And I think that this is a team, yes, that could use him. Now, you know, there, there's other backs out that they're going to come available if your ego says, give me the other guy instead of this guy, meaning McCaffrey, because it'll cost us less and I'll get the same result, then have at it. But uh, for me, if you think you're a Super Bowl team and you can afford the money, and you call them up and say, for instance, if, I, if I'm Carolina and the 49ers call up and say, we'll give you a second and a fifth round, you should jump all over it. I will not give up a first-round pick for a banged-up running back with all that money. And no offense to McCaffrey because I friggin' love him. But as, as we talk about backs, they don't sniff the playoffs they, in, in Carolina. They haven't, they haven't sniffed it. So we talk about a back and a guy that good. What have they done? What's it done in the win-loss column overall for them? even though he's a phenomenal player. Now you stick him in Buffalo, you stick him in San Francisco now or, in, or with the Rams, if that's who you want. Now you're talking about 
oh, okay, we win nine games. We may win 11 now just because of the way you have to defend it. And I think of him and Debo Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle, it opens up a whole different way you can manipulate defenses. And so I would, and I don't think he's going to end up in Carolina. But Carolina's not getting – they may get multiple picks. Those multiple picks aren't going to be a one and a three. Think about some of the top receivers that have gone and what they've gone for. I'm not talking about Devontae or Tyreek Hill. Some other ones. Hell, Watson only went for – I mean, not Watson, but Hopkins only went for a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. So think second round or third and two-thirds or a, a second and a fifth round. And both should do it. The question is, the team that's getting him better know what they're getting with the banged up, and you better know what you're paying for it. But I would not give up a first rounder for him. But I sure as hell would give up a second rounder for him if I was a Super Bowl caliber team. If I was right now, Segs, no offense to the Bears, I'm not. I'm not. They right. gotta, you know, they've got some play. I'm not giving up all that money and and, and assets that I need for a running back that, quite frankly, right now isn't going to make us any better. It's the team that's on the cusp. They can afford it. You go do it. But don't give up a number one pick. And if Carolina thinks they're getting a first-round pick, then somebody's desperate. And that's even saying how good McCaffrey is. Let me throw some teams at you for Christian McCaffrey. You mentioned the Rams. Should the Rams do it knowing that they've traded away so much draft capital, they've spent so much money on that roster, and he's going to come in, he's going to make money. Do you think that is a a spot that makes sense? Or do you see the Rams going – after someone that maybe is just a rental, like we've talked in the past, David Montgomery from the Bears. Like, do, which one to you makes more sense taking everything into account for the Rams? Now, if we're going by Rams history, Segs, you would they take. To, if, they're going to get. They'd be the betting favorite. McCaffrey, right? They're going to. They're going to say, "Well, we did it with Stafford. We did it with Vaughn Miller. We did it with." Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. So we did it with Jalen Ramsey. Yep. So let's go get. They love star power. And boy, wouldn't they love to have McCaffrey and his put him in the slot opposite of Cooper Cup. You can run him in the back. You can do any way you want a formation, formation to death. To me, that feels so Rams-like to say, screw it. Let's give up a couple more assets and go get him yet. The question is, with their lack of physicality on the offensive line, is it going to damn matter? They seem so logical to me. And I've watched them. Assets don't seem to mean anything to them. I think they'd rather have the player because they think they can. I definitely think they're a player in this and a big one because it'll give people a little extra hope because they're not very good right now. And with the Cam Akers situation, obviously, they're they're going to have to they're going to have to move on it. And if they can afford it, picks wise, because they've given up a lot in the last few years for different players, if they can afford to make that work, if I'm the Rams and Les Snead and 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 uh, Sean McVay. It will not shock me because this this screams Rams type of player. How about the Bucks? Leonard Fournette is, you know, just kind of there. They don't really have that next guy. I mean, this is a team that wants to win now. Tom Brady's obviously, he's what, 40,000 years right. old. Do, do they make sense? Yeah, because it, it almost feels like you could use Leonard Fournette as a change up back and get him yeah. in a better role, you know, in a role where he doesn't have to be carry you know be the guy where he comes in and pounds you in a four minute drill even though i listen he seems to come up big in some big games and big moments but if you want what brady does imagine brady flexing out mccaffrey in the shallow cross route and now and mccaffrey can run and he's a lot bigger body than people think oh yeah he's up he's put together uh hell yeah i can see it because you you may be tamp and say okay we're going to go all in give it one last run because we know brady's not playing next year sags he, he, no, this right. is going to, this, this is, is it. it. 
Yes, and he's going to try to go out in fashion. And if you say, if Brady says, yeah, McCaffrey, and they can afford it, and they go do it, and then they're starting to look ahead saying, well, at least whoever the next quarterback's going to be, we got a bell cow back for him who's still fairly young and doesn't have to touch it 30 times here because we have Fournette and we have Godwin and we have Evans. And we so and with Tom here, the extension of the run is the short passing game where he doesn't have to take the interior punishment, yep. even though he's a big body. Wouldn't shock me a bit if I'm Tampa, I inquire. I, I, I make the call. And then the one last team I'm going to throw at you, and I think this is the one that makes the most sense. I know they have a guy who's decent, but with the way they've started and the 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 expectations now that are on them, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, why are you not calling, offering up a second and a fourth or whatever it takes to get him? Because remember, they have two first-round picks this year, including one that's looking like it's going to be a top-10 pick. You have that extra draft capital, yep. and now you're undefeated. You are playing great football. Why not get Jalen Hurts another weapon in that backfield? Miles Sanders is good, but he can be the second guy. Or you can put him in the trade to go to Carolina. Either way, I think that's the team to me that makes the most sense for where everything stands right now. Or you you, you give away draft picks and you keep Miles Sanders because – if McCaffrey gets banged up, you got a yeah, guy who's done too. it. Yep. And I, I think they're a sneaky one and probably shouldn't be sneaky. It should be loud. They've made a splash this offseason. They've gone all in. Talk about somebody's gone all in. But this isn't like the last time they went all in when they went out and tried to build a super team and they sucked. Remember yep. that one, Sags, yep, yep. a handful of years ago when they tried to go out and, and the, the receiver? I mean, they got everybody and they were just like, felt like they were washed, right? They didn't even live up to defensive right. backs. I mean, they went star-studded. This is some stars that are in the prime of their career and whooping your ass. Exactly. That's and a young the quarterback who started right and their phys- and their defense is going to end up being a difference this year because their defense is really friggin' good. Mm-hmm. Too. And their back in, their corners are good. So uh hell yes. And imagine with that offense getting the same amount of productivity out of fifteen to eighteen touches as you'd have to get out of thirty or twenty eight touches somewhere else. For McCaffrey, I'm talking about. Yeah, because say I don't know when there's gonna be a better time when the NFC's down like this, where there's one team that's we feels fairly special and there's a couple that are good, but there's a gap. And the Cowboys are close, and, and when Prescott comes back, they're going to be better offensively. If you really want to go put the clamps on and say, we need our second Super Bowl in the last handful of years, McCaffrey could be a missing piece. It gives you great depth, and you have the ability to do it. Why not? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think they're a team to watch and we'll get in more into the trade deadline next week as we get closer some more names pop up we've heard robert quinn from the bears is another guy that can be Mm -hmm. had in a deal um so we'll get into that next week Uh, we already saw robbie anderson on the move robbie anderson went already on the arizona cardinals who the cardinals tonight get deandre hopkins back uh from his six game suspension so we'll see what that does for kyler murray actually bet the over tonight sex saints good defense right I yep. bet the over tonight because I think there's going to be a different level of this tonight. So I'm thinking Arizona's got another gear tonight. At least I, you, you would hope so if you're them. They need to because they're not very good now either. So right. we'll see. Um, question, is Mac, jo- make Mac Jones' job safe? Bailey Zappi, 2-0 in his two starts. He's played in three games, 73% completion rate. Almost 600 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, quarterback rating of 111.4. Is his job safe? I mean, to me, yes, of course it is. You're, he's the first-round pick. 
Bailey Zappi is a guy that was just kind of a pick later in the draft, but we've seen this story play out before in this certain city. What's your take on this? With that same coach. Yes, exactly. Yep. With a first rounder in front of him, the back And before you start, there's been rumors that Mac Jones head got a little big after making the pro bowl last year, making the playoffs. It's kind of rubbed some people the wrong way in that organization, including some of his teammates. Uh, some, some were saying that Mac Jones needed to be knocked down a peg. And I don't know if they're going to use Bailey Zappi to do this, but this is at least a storyline we have to watch as they get ready for the Bears on Monday night. And and Mac's been riding high from his unbelievable season at, at, yep. at, at Alabama, Alabama, go in there and start, play really good football for three quarters of the season, tail off a little at the end, and now you lose your coordinator, you got somebody else, you got this mid, what was Bailey Zappi, maybe a fifth or sixth round pick? Yeah, well, I remember yeah, watching I, I, yeah. I'd have to look. Well, but... and remember who the last time they had a fifth round pick that was pretty good or sixth round pick at the 199th choice. Yeah. He turned out pretty good too. He and was, Belichick okay. loves yeah, Belichick loves assets at that position. They always from Jacoby Brissett and, and Ryan Mallett, there's always somebody when you got a guy, they still draft a guy, Garoppolo, right? Fourth yep. fifth fourth round, round pick yeah. for, for him. Fourth rounder. Okay. So Segs, I watched him at, you know, in college, and he put up about eight million yards when in, in college. He and I had a guy during the offseason send me a message. We were talking about the draft and quarterbacks to keep an eye on after the draft was over, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd seen him, but he just kind of was one of those guys kind of got caught up in the wash, right? That you're like, okay, we'll see. He said, you keep an eye because he knows him from Texas and the family. Right. He said, Sean, he's tough and all that. And I'd heard that he was tough, and I watched him throw, and you can't throw for that many yards and not be able to rip it around the lot a little bit, right? Well, I'll be damned, and his story's pretty cool. Segs, the first round pick's going to get every opportunity to blow it or right. keep it, right? Now, if this keeps up, he seems like a Belichick guy, overachiever, you know, grinding his ass. I still got stuff to go, but not getting down when things don't, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing diva about him. And I don't know Mac personally, but I've heard the same talk you have. Now, let's say Zappy. Do I think that Mac Jones' job, let me backtrack. Do I think Mac Jones' job is perfectly safe? I don't. I don't. Do I think that he's still the starting quarterback? I absolutely do. But uh, you leave your glove on the mound too long, then all of a sudden you know what you get, Segs? You get a position where you say, hmm, Zappi's as good as Mac Jones, a little better movement, and I like his toughness, and we can win, and the players are rallying around him. Wonder if somebody out there would like to give up a really good player or like to swap first round picks for Mac Jones. I don't know. I had a buddy of mine in Boston send me a message saying they didn't they didn't think Mac Jones was very good and in, in I don't want to say doghouse, but there's a buzz, like you said, around the city that that they're not sure that this is the future and the guy. Now, if you'd have told me this a year ago at this time, and we'd all been saying you're crazy, Mac Jones has hit the scene and played good football. I I think this is I think this is something you have we have to keep an eye on how the rest of it goes and how long Zappy can win and keep the job. There's an energy about him that they've hadn't haven't had this year. I'm talking about right. this year. He's brought an energy to them, and I know the I'm telling you this is a Belichick smart, and I know Mac Jones is smart too. I don't think that Mac Jones is out of the woods as a starter there. Now somebody may trade for him and go say next year. I don't think the trade deadline is going to come into play for Mac Jones, but right. I think it's something that, Matt, that that they're going to keep an eye on 
because they like to hoard quarterbacks and use them to go get an asset later. Keep an eye on that situation, especially if Zappi continues to play like he's played. Yeah, and, and it sounds like Mac Jones is ready to play come Monday night yep. for the Bears. Um, and the couple of people I've talked to around that team say if he's ready to play, it will be Mac Jones starting against the Bears on Monday night football. Now let's just wait and see what happens over these next few days, see how practice goes for him and, and what happens there. All right, Sean, one of the most puzzling situations in the NFL is Russ Wilson, the Denver Broncos. They've been absolutely putrid. Nathaniel Hackett's been the worst coach in the NFL by a wide margin just on decision-making, and that's over Brandon Staley, who's made a lot of dumbass decisions. Nathaniel Hackett Agreed. has proven that he, I mean, through six, he's not ready to be an NFL head coach, but yet he has the job, and it's his job to get better at it. Uh, Russ Wilson hurt the hamstring against the Chargers this past week, and MRI came back. He was day-to-day, and it sounds like he's going to give it a go against the Jets this weekend. Just what are your – and we see all these cringy videos of Russ Wilson coming out. You know, he's putting them out almost daily, it feels like, and now there's this Subway commercial where he's eating sandwiches different, and it's just – it's so Russell Wilson. It he's hurts. cringeworthy, dude. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. and it's just he's not doing himself any favor. Nobody cared all these stupid videos he's putting out when he was winning and playing good football. Now you're playing awful football, the worst football in your career by 10 miles, and these videos are coming out, and he's rubbing teammates the wrong way and all this stuff. What's your take on this situation, and uh, is this just – could this just be really bad for a few years in Denver? Yeah. He could, I, and I don't think I subscribe to this right yet, but I think Colin Coward said on his show yesterday, the day before, that he'd think about trading Russ Wilson. I've been, you know, I've been out talking about this from basically week two. You give a guy a pass, mm-hmm. and it goes, I, he, this is 180 degrees different from the way he played. I, I'm t- And, well, first of all, I mean, I feel from a distance and listening to former players talk about him that he's not human, that you had to go through his manager to reach right. him as a friend. To get to get his cell phone number, I feel like Russ Wilson's a celebrity phony. I, I do, not a cele- not a fake celebrity. He's a celebrity, but I feel phony. I don't feel like all this fake energy on the going up and down the side. These are grown men. You get to a point, say, dude, just shut up. Remember when he plus, told if your team to yell yes, run or pass, yes, yes, <laughs> like we're in little league, like hey batter, 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 hey batter, swing. These are grown ass <laughs> men. And then at halftime, coming out of the tunnel and and greeting every single guy. And you see some guys just walk by and didn't even give right. any dap. Yep. It's like, listen, I know there's some people out there, the mode, yeah, Russ is just being motivational. Everybody should jump on. Get the hell out of here. There comes a point in time, if you're not performing and you're playing a $250 million cheerleader, nobody gives a shit. I'm saying they, it, I, I know those guys. They're usually not your star. They're usually, now, once in a while, cussing a guy out or patting a guy after he drops the ball is fine. But you're a big reason why the offense isn't very good, yeah. meaning Russ Wilson. And I see more new Subway commercials coming out that are the most cringeworthy commercials on the planet. Yes. They make, matter of fact, they've made it to where I will never buy his sandwich because the commercials are so exactly. cringeworthy. I'm embarrassed for him. That's neither here nor there. Back to the field. Late with decisions, indecisive, looks skittish. To me, if I didn't know him and I pounded the table, I think he's had a Hall of Fame career. I do. And this, I'm talking about this year. Not mm-hmm. in the past, and no, I'm sure yeah, he's yeah. a great guy, all that stuff. But I can tell you this, I know teammates of mine in the past 
that if Russ Wilson was their teammate, would eventually tie, they'd, they'd tape his ass to the goalpost and say, stop your shit. Just play football, pat us on the back, do that thing, take us out to dinner. We don't need all the rah-rah stuff, man, especially when it feels to me like it's fake, phony rah-rah. You know, oh, let's nobody wants to hear it. They want to win and focus on your job and get it done. He's still got some game. I, I'm going to tell you, he's the most overpaid athlete in sports right now. For sure. If the, I'm talking about performance, hype, and what they gave up to get him. They're getting friggin' hosed. And it, it and I haven't seen it get better. He'll make a play every now and again. Oh, and I'm yeah. talking about where you can where he dominates a game every time. So and I'm it's not the person. Like I said, I don't know Russ, but when you hear the constant talk, Segs, I'm telling you, I, I I don't think this movie's gonna end well when it comes to Denver being a super Denver doesn't have a shot offensively. And you imagine the defense is probably you know how that, that starts to separate Segs when you're not pulling yep. your weight. And we keep holding teams down. And then you're rah rah me after, yeah, and going up on the press conference. Yeah, we got to get better. We, and I know he's saying we, but every once he's going to get checked one of these times, the player's going to come say, no, dude, you got to get better and you got to shut up. I, I, it's I just, think, it's overboard. I, I think one thing that if this season continues like it has, if the next, well, we got 11 games left for them. If the next 11 games continue like the first six have, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett has a chance at keeping this job. I, I think he will be fired. I think they will give, you know, somebody another shot because, yeah, I mean, if you're Colin Cowherd, you'd trade him, but that's easier said than done. I mean, what team is yeah, watching? You want Russell all that? Wilson? You want that contract right yeah, now? Yeah, wants you don't that want contract. that guy, right? But he's what going to be 35 this coming season. He's not a young guy anymore, and he's taken he's taken a beating over his years, and it's just that's not in my opinion a movable contract at all unless you're sending a first round pick with him somewhere to somebody that yeah. maybe looks at him and says i think we could win with him but it's going to have to be like pete carroll used him where it's all the running game first and then russell wilson makes a play off that right and you know what else eggs if i, I it's almost feels like and in the first year you're going to share that salary i mean that's the way yeah. i'm at that point now honestly it's weird because I've, like I said, I've been a fan of the guy. It's it feels like he's just gone so overboard on the, on the 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 the, the optics of looking like he's really into it and he's a team player. And in the process, it's like working against him. Do you get yep. my point? It I'll tell you what it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel natural to me. It feels like all this shit is forced. Yeah. And on the field, he looks forced, and he doesn't look like he's doing what Russ used to do. Guy's not open. Make me a play. Go run for nine yards. Slide down. Boom. Second one, play action fake, great deep ball thrower, finished, and just kept in the energy. It just feels, I almost feel if I didn't know who he was and I was watching them say, and somebody said, the guy's a good player, and I wasn't a football person, I'd say, he must be at the end of his career because he just kind of, it looks like he's playing not to do, not to get hurt or be criticized. And in the process, he's he's hurt and he's getting his ass criticized to death. Mm -hmm. So I, I would not say, like right now, if I told you, honestly, Take money into it and everything. I said, for the rest of the season, you want Marcus Mariota or Russ Wilson? What would you do? Would you oh, trade yeah. for him if you were Atlanta? No. Wouldn't touch it, right? Right. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, I can't now, think of a team that would even consider it. You know, just just off the top of my head, like there's a reason for, why at, Seattle was willing to do it. Segs, I'm telling you, exactly. There's a reason why you don't do that now. You people say Watson. Well, Watson's was different. The off the field stuff he wanted out unequivocally. Had been saying it in in, in Houston. But we, you don't trade 
and, and the Stafford situation later in his career, they got great assets for him. Yeah. I'm talking about in the prime of their career, even though Stafford won a Super Bowl and he's a hell of a player, in the prime, you don't trade that guy. You, you just don't. Nobody's trading Mahomes. You're not trading Allen. You're not trading Lamar Jackson. You're just not doing – even a guy who's been on the cusp up and down, uh, Kyler Murray, you're not trading him. You get this cat right now. They moved him because you know what, Sags? They knew all the stuff we're talking about. Right now, Geno Smith's a better player than Russell. Exactly. Wilson. That's what I was just going to say. Look at the numbers Geno's putting up in that same offense. But, right. I mean, think about it. If you're the Panthers, if you're the Texans, you're not trading for Russell Wilson. No and they're way. the two worst teams that desperately need quarterbacks. If you're the Bears, you're not trading fields for You're Russell. not doing anything that it, Davis Mills isn't doing right now. It, exactly. Hell, I would trade for him. And that's where, as a Bears fan, I feel lucky because they were one of the other teams that were mentioned with Russell Wilson. You dodged one, Shags. Yeah. You dodged one, Shags. Yes. You did all the way Definitely. across because uh, give me Fields over Wilson right now, any day of the week. And right now, Fields still trying to find his way throwing it. And I, I'm, I don't want any part of it right now. And in six weeks, Russ Wilson <laughs> may be great again. If he is, we'll compliment him. Six weeks into the season, Russ Wilson looks like about a bottom third quarterback to me in this league Definitely. if he's lucky. Definitely. Yep. All right. Let's stay on the quarterback train. Looking ahead to the draft. And again, this is not about who's picking who and in any kind of mock draft or anything like that. But I, I had an interesting conversation with some friends um, yesterday talking about these main guys in the draft this year. And specifically, we were talking about the Bears because, you know, there's talk that right now, according to the football power index and where teams could line up, it looks like the Bears could have the second or third pick in the draft. Okay, you're mm -hmm. sitting there saying you have Justin Fields. He's 23. What if you have the third pick and Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud go 1-2, and you're sitting there looking at Will Levis? Well, here's the thing. Will Levis, what does Will Levis do better than Justin Fields? Maybe has a slightly stronger arm. Slightly. I would argue. I, I, but probably a better pure passer. Here's the thing. Would, enough, you yes. want, would you want to give up on Fields to take Will Levis? And here's the other kicker. Will Levis is one month younger than Justin Fields. Right. And Justin and Fields is going to have two full seasons in the NFL. And then the other guy that was brought up was just based off the way he's playing this year is Hendon Hooker. You know, he's going to be 25, I think, when yeah. the national championship is played. Yes, he's been playing college football a long time. Dude. And, and yep. it's like how – okay, let's just start with him. How do you feel about him if based on how he's played – and then you take into account he's going to be 25. I mean, the last really old, older guy I can remember going first round was Brandon Whedon. And I right. think he was 26, 27. Yeah, he went and played minor league baseball for a yeah. while and came back. Chris Winky was one, too, wasn't yeah. a first-round picker. Winky had left after, uh, as well, went and played yes. baseball, came back. So what would your thoughts be on Hendon Hooker, just had, where he's been, you know, and all this stuff? What would you think about him being a first-round pick, or would you say maybe he's more of a fourth-round, fifth-round guy and see what you get? Yeah, six. I and and your thing about Fields, real quick, validated. I listen. I think Levis, and I know you like him too. Big arm and the rest of it. Yeah. Age comes into play, but in truth, if I'm the Bears, I haven't seen enough of Fields on a good team. That's not even fair evaluation right. yet. Now he's got to get better throwing it in decisions. Mm -hmm. I know that, but decisions come better when you have people that are separating all the things that come with it with offense. To me, if you got Levis, you're in the same problem you're in. I would rather keep Fields and build, take that asset and put something else around him. A big home run hitter at receiver, another stud defensive player, a stud, whatever it is, give me a playmaker. That's what I do there. If I'm 
for the Hinn and Hooker thing, he's climbing up the ladder. Saying if he was twenty two, the conversation would be different. Yeah, now, he, I know it's yes, only three 100%. years, but people want to they want to mold the guy, right? And after his first contract's over, he'll be thirty. He'll be thirty years old if he's drafted in the first round, and he'll be twenty nine or something after mm-hmm. the second round. Here's what I think is going to happen: that Stroud and Young and Levis are all going to be taken ahead of him. Now, I guarantee people are impressing this guy's at twenty five looks like a late bloomer, finally matured in an offense. Risky in the top fifteen, just because. Well, is it? A, what's the wonder? He played pretty good last year. Now he's off the charts, and I'm seeing something. And do I need him, or do you say, not the first round, but I could take him in that second or third round, and the pressure's off him, and all of a sudden he comes in and starts in in a year or two, and I, I got a chance for him to be a player. I'm not sure right now at the if I got a guy at 22 and a guy at 25 or 26 when the draft rolls around. I, I got to take the younger guy, almost like baseball at that position right. at quarterback, right? I, I like a pitcher. I, I think I do, but I'm impressed now. Sags, you're just talking about performance. If we just said you're getting him and you get him for five years, Hen and Hooker's performance this year, but then you also got to take into account how they're playing at Tennessee. Are you willing to play like that yeah. in, in the NFL where you're playing fast? But I got to give the kid credit. He has elevated his play, and he should. He's mature. He's been in college football for a minute, but. I'm not giving up Justin Fields for Levis or anybody right now because I got more now. If if you told me Bryce Young's available in the and Mac Jones team, or you told me Bryce Young's available in Carolina with Baker Mayfield, you told me uh, C.J. Stroud's available and with Jared Goff. Yeah, oh, there's no question. Fields, no way, not yet. It's not time yet. Talk to me in two years, and we'll see. But with Hen and Hooker. There may be somebody takes a flyer on him, but I think if it came down to those three and the fourth guy or the fifth guy, that Hooker may be this down a little bit simply because, Sags, you, 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 there may still be some development, even though he's more mature in an offense and the age will play in a factor because we've seen the movie and those guys haven't worked out that have been in the system. They start their system when they're 26 or 27. Yeah, so like, like to me, a team that makes sense, if you get them in like the third round, look at the Jets. They're playing well. They're not going to have a top, you know, they may sneak into the playoffs with the way they're playing right now. But Zach Wilson still has not shown that he's the guy. But if you can get him later in the draft. But he's gotten better. Right. 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 And and, and you say, okay, we got Hendon Hooker. We could still give Zach Wilson's job going into next year. But if he continues to struggle, maybe we throw this kid in and see what happens. And I think that's, that's what the, and that's of, what a Belichick would do in New England, right? Yeah. Thanks. But I got a great player. Let's go draft a guy in the third round. Well, yeah. why do we need him? Well, let's we're going to draft him anyway. And you're right. And if Zach pans out, you got an extra asset to move somewhere else if you want, or you got a, a built-in backup. I, I agree. Kind of what they're doing with Malik Willis, although Tannehill's at a different age than Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. They got a guy in that. Well, we got a veteran as a number one seed. But if it doesn't work out, we got a young guy that can come in and play. I think that's where Hinn and Hooker fits right now. What's your favorite college game this weekend? You got some big ones. You know, yeah, you, say, uh, it's well, the Oklahoma State host in Texas a little bit. Ole Miss at LSU. That's seven Sneaky. versus an unranked LSU team. It's LSU minus two and a half. What the hell do they know about this game? Well, it's, a, it's the 230 game, too. If it was a night game, yep. it might even be different, too, even more. Here's what Segs you saw last week for the first time this year. Jaden Daniels vertically pushing the ball down the field. It's almost like a light switch went on and they took more shots. And the vertical passing game came to fruition. And Brian Kelly told, we're going to take our shots. And it's almost like he stepped out of his safety net and decided, yeah. i got to go make yeah. some plays. If he does that, I, I wonder if they're thinking the physicality, if the momentum from last week, they're going that they're finally found their way. 
I, I think that's a little um, ambitious at the point spread, but that's why they build hotels and casinos, right? I still like Ole Miss in the game, but I, I think that's a sneaky good game. It's not sneaky. It's LSU, and it's, it's Ole Miss. But this is a test for Ole Miss to prove that they belong as one of the top teams in America, right? Yeah, because a loss probably Oklahoma knocks State them Texas. out of the national championship right. talk. Don't you find this curious? Yeah, I think, oh, it, it absolutely does. And, Segs, think about this. Don't you find this game curious? Texas going to Oklahoma State, and Texas is six-and-a-half-point favorites mm-hmm. on the road. On the road. A lot of crazy-ass lines this week in college football. Oregon at UCLA. Oregon minus Sneaky six. great game. Sneaky great game, and that is weird too. That's right. Is that's at UCLA, right? That's on the road. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Oh, I okay. It's up in Eugene. Okay. All right. Now that now I get it because you never know what the weather's going to be like. The question is, the the, the quarterback's going to have to dominate, you know, at, at UCLA. But because all this momentum and talk about UCLA, if UCLA loses, the chance for the Pac-12 to go to the turn to, to the Final Four tournament is greatly reduced, almost yes. to nothing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable so, I mean, point spreads this week. What's your favorite could, game? I, I I look at the Clemson Syracuse Syracuse at Clemson. Sneaky. I, I just well, want to see what Clemson's Clemson made seen of. that movie before. Sags. Yes. Remember they went into the Carrier Dome and Syracuse beat them. I don't know. Was it Eric? Was it Dungy's team who beat him? Remember big old jacked up Dungy, a guy Brian Barrett's guy. Yeah. Maybe, but they went in there and beat them on like I think that was like a Thursday or Friday night game. Yeah. I think it was a Friday night game, them. if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yep. So yep. yeah, I mean, we got a fun, a lot of fun games to to talk about next week when we come back. And uh, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online and have fun watching college games. Not so much the NFL. Go Astros. Go like, don't, Astros. Don't roll your don't roll your eyes, brother. Go Padres. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love All right, it, man. I'll talk uh, to you, talk to you Great next stuff. week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.